Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm so glad that you are here for today's Time Tip Tuesday. Today we're going to be talking about how to save more time by asking for help or even recruiting your little people to help you. You are going to have clear steps of action to take toward finding more time because you're literally not going to be spending as much time doing the things that you are doing right now. We are going to take some of the load off of you and either automate or delegate, or maybe a little of both, some of the repetitive tasks, some of these chores, all the things, right? Because I know that you just need to get something off of your plate. How good would it feel to have something, one thing off of your plate that you no longer feel solely responsible for? It would feel so good. I already know. Before we get into this time tip, I want to let you know that I've opened the doors for More Time for Mom, which is a live 30-day mentorship that kicks off May 23rd in just two short weeks we are going to be starting. So if you are always running in circles, if you are constantly starting one task, jumping to another, and then never finishing any of them, or maybe you just don't even know where to start with managing your time and getting things done, This 30-day mentorship is for you, friend. It is the ultimate roadmap for managing your time and finding more peace and balance. Yes, that is possible. Yes, it is possible for you right now in your season, and I'm going to show you how. Don't take it from me. I want to share a testimony of a previous student of mine, Jessica F. She says, I have a new foundation to build on instead of living in a constant state of overwhelm. I've been pushing myself to stick to the habits that ensure that I get the time for me to tackle the day. During these 30 days, during these four weeks together, you will get focused. You'll have clear direction on which steps to take and in what order. You'll figure out what's keeping you stuck and move past those hurdles. You'll find out where all of your time is going. We'll identify things that are stealing your time and ways to take it back. I'm not going to leave you hanging, friend. It's not enough to just know the answer to these things. We have to know how to move past what's been keeping you stuck. And that is exactly what you'll get inside of More Time for Mom. We're going to plan and prep your ideal day and how to manage the chaos of life that will happen because you are a busy mama of littles. Life is going to happen. Things are going to get crazy, but you can bend and flex and allow life to ebb and flow and continue to show up as your best self while managing your time. We'll build out realistic rhythms and simple routines that are going to help you show up for yourself and for your life. So if you are ready to feel more balance, more peace, and ultimately more confidence, go to herpursuit.co forward slash more time and grab your spot right now. Do not wait. I know you will get distracted. If this is something that you want to do, something you want to be a part of, go right now, grab your spot, sign up because something is going to come up. Otherwise, scroll to the show notes or type into your browser, herpursuit.co forward slash more time and join us. Spots are going to fill up. So grab yours now and I will see you in there. Hey mama, welcome to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen, and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom, and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. 
If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be friend and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you and we're gonna find her together through her pursuit. Automating and delegating. Let's hop in. There was a time when I felt like I was sinking. You know, in the movie Jumanji, when they get sucked into the board game, like the actual board, they're like stretching and melting and there's chaos. Things are swirling all around. That is how I felt about all the things in my life, whether it was laundry, dishes, cooking, vacuuming, cleaning, grocery shopping, making sure I was playing with my kids, being a good mom, spending time with my husband, balancing that. And of course, last on the list, little old me, time for myself, you know, which wasn't a priority and honestly never happened. And then one day I hit rock bottom. And if you've listened to episodes 61 and 62, you know my story, you know what happened. My life was literally falling apart. I walked into a crisis center because of the overwhelm and everything in my life. It was just too much. The mental load, the way it was physically affecting my body. I was having physical symptoms of burnout and stress. The body always wins. You can only push through and push harder and ignore yourself in these things for so long. So please don't let my story become your story. So this is why I'm so passionate about figuring out how to ask for help, figuring out how to get things off of your plate. How can you lighten your load and help your life run with more flow, a lot easier, more smooth? Some of you feel like a sense of relief just hearing me talk about that, like lightening your load, your life running with ease, having more flow. And then others of you are like, well, I don't know how that would happen, but it's not possible for me. So I don't know. First of all, that is the limiting belief. That is not true. It is possible for you. And I hope that I show you how. Today, you know, I'm going to give you the steps to actually take to get some of these things off your plate. So the first thing that you can do is automate. You can automate anything that is a recurring task or a recurring item that you order, something that can just be done automatically. So groceries, grocery shopping, grocery delivery services, meal delivery services, pet food, pet supplies, toilet paper, paper products, things that you constantly need. These things can be automated to you. Cleaning supplies, diapers, there's diaper services. I know Amazon used to have a mom, like Amazon mom or something at one time. You can have that automatically delivered. One less thing for you to think about, right? One less thing for you to plan for. Online bill payment, automatic bill payment, Automate things in your life when and where possible in order to help your daily routines run smoother. That's the very first like basic way that you can take something off of your plate. You can take something off of your plate. There is something you can automate this week. Okay, now what I want to spend the rest of the time talking about is delegating. So (laughs) this is where things get fun. Things get interesting for us as moms. And I'm being very sarcastic when I say that. So I think the hardest thing for us to do sometimes is asking for help. Whether we're asking our kids for help, we're asking our husbands for help, we're asking a friend or a neighbor or a family member for help, it is hard for us to ask for help because for some reason, we believe that we should do it all, that we have to do it all, and that we should be able to do it all. I know that you feel that way because I feel the same way too, and most moms do. We take on everything and we think 
it, it, because it does by default mostly fall on us. And we just say, okay, well, that just, it just is how it is. I would challenge you to challenge that narrative and challenge that belief because it doesn't have to all fall on you and it shouldn't all fall on you. So let's, let's tackle the idea of asking our kids for help. Number one, obviously, if you have a newborn or a baby that's crawling, like that, that little baby is not going to be able to help you. So I'm so sorry, mama, you're going to have to hang in there for probably like six more months to a year. But I will say that kids are typically able to help us a lot earlier than we give them credit for or a lot earlier than we allow them to because my girls started helping me when they were one, one and a half, whenever they could walk and understand that, you know, they could carry something from one room to the next. Now, the idea of perfection and it being messy and not exactly how we want it to be is a whole other issue that we'll have to tackle a separate day. But just for now, I want you to know that it's not going to be exactly how you think it should be and how you feel, you know, perfectly it should go down. So if that is something that you struggle with, you're going to have to tackle that separately. But for those who are like, I just need help. I don't care if they take the clothes from the couch and they get into the drawer and the the pile falls over, you know, I'm fine with that. (laughs) Then you can start giving them age appropriate chores. I do this now with my girls. They are seven, four, and two. And it's not that I'm like a drill sergeant running around saying, okay, now you do this and this is your whole list of chores and do this and do that. First of all, they enjoy it. And second of all, it isn't really that I'm asking them to do that much, right? We're just talking about taking a little bit off your plate. And I want to share with you the other day, I said to them, because the house had gotten disordered and disorganized, and there were a lot of things out of their places, and it was messy, and it needed to be picked up. And used to, I would do that myself, right? I think we all do that by default. We just start cleaning, we just start picking up, and they're playing games and they're drawing or whatever it is they're playing, doing their own thing. And we are just in the background picking up everybody else's things, like their toys that they got out and chose to play with and that weren't put back when they were finished or their drawing in their paper that they're done coloring with. We are cleaning that up. And so what I did was, and what what I've gotten better at doing is saying, hey girls, and we basically pause what we're doing And then I delegate. I say, okay, my oldest daughter, I say, can you go grab these clothes really quick and take those to your sister's room? Put these in your drawer. Can you put those away for me, please? And then I say, okay, my middle daughter, I'll send her to the front door and I'll say, can you put those shoes away, please? If they're yours, put them in your closet. If they're mine and daddy's, can you take them to our closet? We have a very open dialogue about how we all live in this house You know, mommy's not the only one that lives here. Mommy's not the only one that makes messes. Mommy's not the only one that wears all the clothes, you know? And so we kind of talk about having, about being a team player and what that means and what that means for us in our house. And this is going to look different for you and your family, but maybe establish this. For us, that means being a team player means this might not be my toy. This might not be my pile of clothes. These might not be my dishes that I used all of but I'm going to put it away because I live here in this home with my family and I want to take care of my space and I want to be a team player. I want to help out. And so you really can't have them do things like put the dishes away, putting their clothes up, helping to fold the clothes. I've shared before how my girls will fold towels. They fold wash rags. 
simple things like that that might not be perfectly, let let me just be honest with you and transparent, that doesn't bother me. I'm not, I don't even fold perfectly myself. So the towels half the time are like uneven, some edges are hanging off, like it's not a perfect square or perfect rectangle or whatever. So it doesn't bother me that they fold them and it's very imperfect and we can just put those away. It really is not a big deal. It doesn't matter. They still sit in the cabinet the same way. We still use them the same way. It just doesn't matter to me. That's not something that I get hung up on. And so I'll have them do things like folding the towels. They will take their dirty clothes and they'll go load the washing machine. They just put them in there. They don't start it. Just little things that you can help them be involved with that you are already doing invite them in to take part in that. And like I said, my girls love to unload the dishwasher. They're seven, four, and two, and they love it. I know there's going to come a day where they don't, they hate it, and they're going to whine, and they're going to complain, and they don't want to do that. And to be honest, to be very transparent, they do whine and complain sometimes whenever I ask them to pause what they're doing and help out with picking up for just a minute. But do you know what I found the other day? Whenever the house was so messy and out of sorts, it took a fraction of the time when we all picked up for maybe five to seven minutes. It didn't even take that long. And then we were done. And I said, thank you so much for your help. Y'all were such great helpers. You know, I affirm that in them and I thank them because I am appreciative. Then they go back to doing what they're doing. And it, it really is that simple. I think that we forget that you're the mom, you're the parent. And I know we all have different backgrounds. I know we were all brought up different ways. And maybe we felt like our parents asked too much of us or expected too much of us. And so we tend to swing to to the opposite side of the pendulum and not want to put too much on our kids. But they they can handle it. They can do a lot more than we give them credit for. They really are resilient. And they really would probably be more than willing to help you if you just ask. So there are some things there whenever it comes to asking for help that we have to overcome as mental blocks, as mindset shifts in order to get our kids on board, right? Okay, so I think that's pretty clear. Hopefully that gets you started with getting your kids involved if they're of age to where they can do that. Again, around age two, maybe a little before, maybe a little after, depending on your kid. The next... The next way that we can delegate, and this one, we're going to approach this with grace. We're going to approach this in the loving, most compassionate way. Um, I want to honor that I know everyone has a different situation with you and your spouse, whether you are working from home, whether you stay home, whether you work outside the home, whether your husband works from home, whether he works outside the home, everybody's relationship, everybody's expectations, everybody's, you know, flow of your house is different. This is going to be my opinion. This is going to be my experience, okay? So please just keep that in mind, and I'm going to try to approach this with as much grace as possible. But there was a time, and I'm also going to be very honest and very transparent. There was a time where everything fell on me. I say everything. I felt like everything within the home was falling on me. When I first communicated that to my husband He disagreed because he was very much taken on his role and playing his part and contributing in what he felt like was his responsibility. And so we had to have an honest conversation about what within within the home, I felt like we could balance a little bit better and share in the responsibility of, because to be fair, I was home all day. But just because you're home all day for, in my opinion, and for our circumstance, did not mean that I should be the only one 
that was doing house chores all of the time. And so we had to kind of sit down and I had to be very honest and prayerful about my tone, my attitude, my approach, and how I communicated the fact that I really needed help from him. I really needed for him to take on a little more, help out here and there with different things, and kind of get on the same page with like his expectations and my expectations and see how we could kind of give and take to get on the same page, okay? So having an honest conversation with your spouse is another way that you can delegate some of these things that are falling on you. Okay, so we had to get on board on the same page about what was expected, what each of us was going to do and be responsible for, and it helps things run so much better. So again, I understand not everyone is going to have a spouse that is responsive to that and open to that because there's a lot of things there that we really, I don't want to get into on this episode. So I just want to say, like, I see you, I hear you. I know that it is not, it is not going to be well received by everyone. It just isn't. And there are different mindset shifts and like mental blocks and uh, there's pride. There are a lot of things that have to be laid down and set aside when you are trying to run a home and really a family. Like anything you do with someone else is going to bring in someone else's perspectives and what they, you know, their beliefs about how this should be and how things should go and how they should run. But that doesn't mean that you can't openly discuss it and at least let him know where you're at and how you're feeling and the fact that you really just need just a little bit of help. Like if I think for a lot of moms, even if you could just have someone take one thing and that's what we're talking about today, that's the point of this episode. If he's willing to do just one more thing, maybe one small thing, that would help you tremendously. I think though that overall, a lot of husbands, a lot of dads are willing to help however they can you know, they want for you to be happy. They want for you to feel fulfilled in motherhood and your role and what you're doing. And they're willing to share that load. They just might not know. They might not know what you need. They might not know what you want. They might not know how you're feeling. And so pray about that. Think about how to approach it. Approach it with grace. Approach it with love. And just ask God to that it would be well-received and just go from there. And then if you have family or friends local to you, ask your mother-in-law, ask your mom, ask your dad, ask your father-in-law, an aunt, a cousin, someone that could just keep your kids for a couple hours. Because this is the thing. This is the thing. I'm going to get gut level honest with you right now. Mom to mom, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you. A lot of us just don't feel like that we should ask for help. We feel like we shouldn't need the help. I know because I've been there, I still have times where I'm like, I have a mother-in-law who is more than willing to keep our kids. I have in-laws who are more than willing to keep our kids. We have two sets because Adam and I both come from divorce and remarried parents. We've got four sets of immediate grandparents. So, and everybody's local to us. And so I know that I have help. I have, I, I do. That is a blessing. That's something that I don't take for granted and I appreciate so much, but there have been times where I have underutilized that because number one, I'm a control freak. Number two, I think that I should be able to do it all. Number three, I feel like I have to do it all. And it's just not true. There is a way right now, there is a way that you can take something off of your plate. 
You can automate something. You can delegate something. You can ask for help. Are you going to? Are you going to ask for help? I want you to think about all the things that we've talked about. All the ways you can take something off your plate and choose one thing you can do this week. In what way are you going to either automate or delegate? Bonus points if you do one of each. But take something off your plate, friend. You don't have to play the victim of I'm the mom. I have to do it all. I feel like I have to do it all or whatever it is. Like we all have limiting beliefs around it. We all have mindset shifts that need to be made around it. So what is that for you? And what can you do about it? That's the important part is taking action. Okay, so if you found something helpful in this episode, if if you're going to automate or delegate something and you know what that thing is, or you want to come to the community group for ideas, come over there. I would love to hear from you and how you're planning to work this in to your life. Don't forget to grab your spot for more time for mom. If you're ready to find more balance and peace through simple time management strategies, go to herpursuit.co forward slash more time. We start May 23rd. I pray this blessed and encouraged you, friend.